I, I'll be honest, I don't really cry at movies, um, but I, I did cry um, watching a State Farm commercial once. And then I watched it uh, again and cried again. It was a good commercial. So the commercial was um, was was actually this little um, four minute mini documentary on a uh, on a woman who had started a a nonprofit in Palmer, Alaska, uh, and this nonprofit was called the Magic Yarn Project. Uh, reading it from the the website here um, from the Magic Yarn Project dot com. Uh, based in Palmer, Alaska, the Magic Yarn Project is the original and the largest 501c3 nonprofit crafting character wigs for children with cancer. So, character wigs being like um, wigs that look like uh, characters from Disney, you know, uh, Disney princesses and Rapunzel. But it says, Our mission is to bring magic into the lives of children battling cancer and to inspire volunteerism to make a difference. Further on it says, chemotherapy treatments often leave young scalps too sensitive for traditional wigs. Our yarn wigs are comfy, soft, and warm. Magic yarn wigs are inspired by beloved Disney characters and invite children back to the world of imagination and daydreaming. They are beacons of fun, laughter, and play during very scary times. Um, Sorry, I'm just. I can see some of these pictures. These kids, and it's and it's already happening. Um, I um. I I saw this this video in, and it shows, um, again the the founder of this um, this nonprofit, and kind of recounts her story and and how it is she got involved in in this project and and some of the children she's helped along the way, um, and and it's not something you you just think about, right? You 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 try not to think about, um how how these kids are suffering oh there's a really tender picture right right there on the on their website and i i'm 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 very tender about this because i'm a i'm a father i have um i have four kids at home and um and and watching this video just just got to me it just you know as a as a parent so i was very touched um seeing seeing the work and, and the love um that this this this, this woman holly um christensen had 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 exemplified and so i i thought well maybe i could get a hold of her maybe i could talk to her you know and and interview her about her experience because um, i was just so touched by it i just thought it was so wonderful um it was the best state farm commercial i've ever seen <laughs> and so I did. I, I was able to um, to make a connection, and and we talked um, uh, about her experiences, and 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 I recorded that interview. So I actually wanted to just revisit that interview with with Holly Christensen. Um, I, I listened to it again this morning, and I'll tell you what I got I got emotional all over again. So um, with that, here is my interview with Holly Christensen of 
the Magic Yarn Project. Tell me a little bit more about the, um, the creation of the Magic Yarn Project. Okay, so um, I had worked in cancer as a nurse, and uh, I'd worked as an oncology nurse in the past, and a few years ago when I found out that one of my old classmates from nursing school, that her daughter was diagnosed with cancer, I reached out to her wanting to offer insight and advice into her daughter's treatment, um, just to let her know, oh, she's getting this chemo, these will be likely side effects, this is how you can help her with that, this is what you can expect from her treatment. But I just kept having this nagging feeling that there's something more that I uh, should do and would like to do for her daughter, Lily, who was almost three at that time. And so knowing that chemotherapy often leaves skin very sensitive and often too tender to tolerate wearing traditional wigs, I had the idea to make her a yarn wig built on a soft crochet beanie cap. So I made her a Rapunzel wig, she loves princesses, and sent it to her for her third birthday, and she loved it, and her mother said, you know, I've never seen anything like this offered for cancer kids, you should make more. So I thought, great, I'll get together with, uh, with some of the women in church, and we'll make some wigs for local children and I went on Facebook and asked for yarn donations and that request went viral and soon I had people all over the country asking how they could get involved in making wigs, people asking how they could get a wig for a child they knew who was battling cancer. So right away I knew that it wasn't going to just be a one-time service project anymore. <laughs> so then uh, where, did it, where did it go from, from there uh, and, and what... Uh... What encouraged you to keep going? So at that point, um, Brie Hitchcock, who is my partner and co-founder, at the time we were just acquaintances, she contacted me and she said, I think you have something really big here and I would like to help do some graphic design for you and help you out in any way with this project. And she she's the one who really encouraged, we, we should start a nonprofit with this. And a few months later, we went viral in the news and the media and at that point, I'm like, okay, there's no way around it. We've just got to start a nonprofit now. So, so at that point, we were being contacted by cancer centers across the nation, and we were backordered over a thousand wigs. And we pretty soon began developing video tutorials so anyone anywhere could learn how to make these wigs, and putting on local workshops here in Alaska so that anyone could come and volunteer and learn how to make a wig. And it's just kind of exploded ever since then. And two and a half years later, we've made nearly 6,500 wigs and we've sent them to children in 34 countries on every continent. And um, we've been working with over 130 cancer centers to, to bring more wigs to children around the world. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. So which, which countries have you, have you gone to? The United States, Mexico, Canada, uh, multiple countries, many countries in South America, uh, Kenya, Uganda, Ghana, all over Europe, wow. um, Malaysia, Thailand, wow. China, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. We've just we sent them all over the place. <laughs> so pretty much you're almost listing every country, uh, at least every continent, it sounds like. Yes, yeah. Every, um, every habitable continent <laughs> has received wigs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, what what have been some of the, if, if you can share, what have been some of the sweetest experiences that you've had? Uh, there have been 
so many. Um, one of the, you know, what we talk about, there's several different aspects of this project that make it magical. And one of the most magical aspects is obviously the difference that it makes in the lives of children. And as a nurse, I tend to think that the most valuable thing I can do is save someone's life and restore their health. So sometimes I fail to see that gifting a yarn wig really makes that much of a difference. But we receive letters from parents um, that tell us how much it meant to them and to their child to receive this wig. Um, we and, and I've loved some of these letters, and one of them is from a mother in New Jersey and whose daughter received an Elsa wig. Uh, she said, these wigs are so much more than yarn. They are moments of innocence and childhood. They are part of the healing process for families, and they are bringers of magic. Uh, we also received another um, email from a father in Belgium, and his daughter received a wig for Christmas. And it was the cutest email. He said, I just want you to know that ever since Marie has received her wig, that she has been suffering but suffering from fits of giggles and laughters. And she's been breaking out in frozen serenades all day long. And then he just went on to explain what it meant to him as a father to see his child smile again because she'd had her childhood basically robbed from her and um, didn't smile much anymore. There's a lot of pain and illness and, and fear and uncertainty. And just to be able to have moments again of fun and joy and getting to see your child just be a child again means a lot to these families. So uh, that's been one really uh, wonderful and magical part of this uh, program is being able to be in contact with the families and see the impact that just a really simple gift has in their child's life. And the other really neat thing about the project is being able to see how it impacts the lives of volunteers who are involved. <clears throat> We've had... Um, volunteers contact us who've made wigs or crocheted beanies for us and um, told us how they'd gone through depression. They'd uh, had deaths in families just really um, fallen on really hard times and that finding out about this project and becoming a part of it has given them a greater sense of purpose and has helped them through depression, through pain, through grief. And that is just an unexpected and wonderful um, gift that that this project has given me is knowing that it can impact not just the recipients but those who get involved and are able to volunteer and give of themselves. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think that's one of the things that really uh, drew me into this project is um, is just seeing how how watching watching your team and what you've done um, how much just seeing that affected me. I mean, I I told you I. It, it came on a State Farm commercial, mm -hmm. and my daughter was uh, in front of me. She was just playing with her toys. Just a, you know, she's 14 months, um, and she's a little chaos maker and just going around tearing and up and destroying everything. But just um, seeing that video and seeing all of those uh, children, who, as you said, you know, they had their their childhood sort of robbed because they're they're dealing with these really intense, heavy. Uh, issues, um, these really intense health challenges, and you know, I, 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 I did. I, I, I told you, I, I broke down. I started sobbing. I've never cried like that in years. And uh, I called Kim, and I was like, "It's, it's happened. I'm, I'm crying at these State Farm commercials." You know, <laughs> just, 
Um, but but it was just very touching to me um, to see how how something seemingly small, I mean, uh, a seemingly small act, which is what it started with, um, how that has had a ripple effect that's been tremendous. I guess one of the things that I've learned is that um, that God answers our prayers and not always in the way that we want them to. It's been um, this this project has helped me to realize that God is in control. There is no way I would have on my own initiative just gone out and done this. <laughs> and there are times that in my, you know, very mortal moments that I'm like, I wish this had never happened because it's really hard. It takes a lot of time and, and it's been a lot for myself and my family to sacrifice. But, um, but the Lord asks us to do hard things and, he asked us to do that, to be his hands and to help others. And I have learned through this project that there, there is no demographic or um, person or child of God that we can't reach uh, through our love and our acts of service. I never anticipated sending wigs internationally the way that we do. But when we first started and went viral, we were contacted by a social worker at a pediatric cancer center in Ukraine, and she asked if we'd send wigs internationally. And I'm like, sure, why not? Of course we'll send you know wigs to these kids. And she said, you know, some of these kids are orphans. A lot of them have lived their whole life in poverty. Even if they spent their whole life healthy, they probably would never have received a gift as nice as this wig they often don't have the best medical care. They don't have Make-A-Wish foundations. They don't have celebrities and uh, professional athletes visiting them in hospitals. They are kind of just left to deal with this intense illness uh, without all of the love and support that a lot of children here in the U.S. have. And so it's wonderful to get pictures back from children in those countries and see them so happy and see them so overjoyed that they received this gift, and you know, to know that that uh, someone who crochets a beanie in uh, in Colorado, and then someone who took that beanie and made a wig in Florida, then was able to impact the life of a child in Malaysia. It's just really neat to see how um, we're able to to love and serve one another, even if we've never met each other. And even if we never will meet each other. So that's been a really neat part of the project and, and something that I've really learned as well. That we have this wonderful age of technology and that we can reach people all the way around the world with uh, our desire to serve and love them. I think it's amazing because it's, it's getting people outside of themselves to help other people. And when you do that, when you reach outside of yourself, you, it's a remarkable thing, but you heal yourself. I mean, you're, um, and that, and that's what's fascinated me about, you, we talk a lot about the, kind of the ideas of the world are to say, well, if you're feeling down about yourself, uh, you need to lift yourself up and, and really focus in on yourself and make yourself feel better. But, um, but when God talks about the the way to real happiness he's he never says look inside he says go outside he says all the law hangs on two things loving god and loving people and when you do that it's 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 like a natural byproduct is that you'll feel happier and your loads will be lighter so if somebody wanted to help uh help your cause and and join with you where would you send them 
If someone wanted to get involved, we, on our website, we have a tab that says get involved and it lists all the many ways you can donate yarn, you can donate supplies, funds, uh, you can host fundraisers. There's a, a Baptist church in Pennsylvania that does a huge fairy enchanted evening that they host for children and their families and all proceeds go to the Magic Yarn Project. And they do that every year now. And that's awesome. They're not making wigs. They're like, well, we just... This is something we can do in our community, and it's something fun for children and families in our community, but it can benefit the Magic Yarn Project. And so that's, you know, just another of many ways besides just making wigs that people can get involved, and it benefits their communities, and it helps their communities to have different ways to serve. So it's it's really neat. Hey, thank you so much for watching this episode of Forward. Uh, again, if you want to learn more about Holly Christensen and the work that she does, visit themagicyarnproject.com. Um, there'll be links in, in the video info section or the, the podcast info section. Um, and, and, and again, if you like this episode, um, please share it with your friends and family. Uh, give it a five-star review. But more importantly, uh, just get out there and help someone who needs your help. <laughs>